Hello, Rev Brad here. You're listening to the podcast From the Touchline, a production of Soccer Chaplains United. I recently visited Cambridge, England, and while I was there, I learned an interesting piece of football history. Apparently, the first known instance of codifying or writing down the rules of association football or soccer happened in Cambridge. Story goes that in 1848, a group of Cambridge University students wrote out a set of 11 rules. They nailed these to the trees surrounding Parker's Peace, a large grassy park in central Cambridge. Today's rules of the game are different, but it's been interesting to see how these Cambridge rules have influenced and impacted the beautiful game. For the next few weeks, we'll look at the Cambridge rules of 1848 and talk about some parallel spiritual life lessons. So stay tuned. We take a look at this week's rule right after this. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! Rule 7. Goal is when the ball is kicked through the flagposts and under the string. Rule 7. Well, we finally get to the good part, the goals. Or maybe it's just about knowing that number 7 has special significance. Whatever it is, Rule 7 is part of the beauty of the game. Now, I wonder, how were they able to keep track of balls back in the day with just a bit of string between flagposts? It seems as if it would have been difficult, A, for the string not to break or come apart with a forceful shot, and B, to judge a goal if the ball hit the string dead on or, you know, sometimes went right underneath. (laughs) They probably wanted VAR back then. Well, today the crossbar has replaced flimsy old string, and three posts have made for some exciting thrills and controversies around goals scored and also those denied. Some posts, at least in my generation of playing the game, were square and not rounded like many of those in the pro side of the game today. It thrills us when the ball bounces off the framework. We love a good rattled crossbar, and even better when it goes in for our side and stays out for our opponent. For a number of years, I served as media relations manager for a pro team, and I was always a bit frustrated that balls that caromed off the post were not considered shots on goal, quote-unquote. But in truth, A shot on goal is something that is headed beyond the framework of the goal and into the back of the net. And no matter how close the ball comes after hitting the framework, the rule stands that the ball has to pass, and in its entirety, across the line, and that is between the posts and under the bar, or string, in the case of our Cambridge rule number seven. So what does this rule teach us about life or spiritual lessons? Well, before we dive in, just a short break, I want to tell you about our World Cup devotional coming out. Hello everyone, Rev Brad here. Just want to take a quick moment to share something I'm really excited about. Something big is coming. World Cup 2022. And this World Cup, Soccer Chaplains United is producing and publishing a devotional entitled The Light is Coming. It's a collaboration of several Soccer Chaplains United chaplains, and we're going to look to have it available on Amazon beginning November 1st, just in time for the World Cup. It's an eight-week, 80-page devotional with illustrations, and it features readings that mirror the different weeks of World Cup, Advent, and Christmas. 
Each week, three different authors interweaving themes of faith, family, and football around a common weekly theme. You're sure to enjoy it. Amazon, better yet, Amazon Smile, will be the place to purchase your print-on-demand copy. And we're going to have it available in ebook format for English, Spanish, and Portuguese as well. Anyone who loves soccer is encouraged to reach out to us. Email us at info at soccerchaplainsunited.org. We'll give you information on how to get bulk rate discounts. Are you hosting a World Cup watch party? Grab a few copies to give to fans and friends. Does your church, club, or rec team have some World Cup fans? We'll get some copies and give them away. This edition of the World Cup is special. It's the first time happening in this part of the year and first time happening in an Arabic country. And we'd love to see this devotional get in the hands of many this World Cup season. Find out more information on SoccerChaplainsUnited.org or by emailing us at info at that same web address. Well, have a great Advent and Christmas and have a great World Cup. So let's get back to the spiritual lessons. Let me briefly just mention two. First, I believe there's a definitive line to be crossed. We read in Romans 3.23 that all people have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Talk about equality. We are all starting from the same point, broken and failed. Christian and non-Christian people alike, it doesn't matter. No matter our morality or our supposed goodness, we call all come up short of God's standard, God's perfection, God's glory. Christian faith and belief says that only through Jesus can the gap be overcome, can the goal be scored. Secondly, while the definitive line of God's glory is unreachable, unattainable, there are lines of human responsibility that we ought to strive for. The Apostle Paul writes to his friends in Philippi about a mentality that lives behind the past and strains or strives to what lies ahead. He writes, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Paul's imagery here will remind readers of how the Greek competitors would receive a prize after crossing the finish line of a race. But our finish line isn't merely the one at the other end of the pitch where we score a goal. There's a lifelong striving that we take on as humanity. There's a pathway set out for us, and there will one day be a moment when we cross a final finish line of life. My friends, in many ways, the goal, or goals really, are set before us in football, in faith, in family, in life. Sometimes we might need to realign priorities because we lose sight of what is truly important. But there is a specific place where the ball crosses the plane to be counted in our favor. In truth, I can't think of any goals that might be achieved alone. In a family, we need a spouse. In faith, we need Jesus. In football, we need 10 other teammates working toward the same end. The goals that matter are definitive lines for us to strive to get the ball across. And when we do, what a joy and what a celebration. So take encouragement. Score some goals today in football, in family, in faith, and in life. And let's be thankful and celebrate this Cambridge Rule of 1848.